Hello, this is Diksha from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 31st of December. India recorded 16,764 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours, pushing the total infection tally to over 3.48 crore. The number of new infections is significantly higher than yesterday's count of 13,154 cases. With 220 deaths in the last 24 hours, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 4,81,080. Cases of the Omicron variant of COVID-19 increased from 961 to 1,270 on Friday. As per recent data, the highest number of Omicron infections have been reported by Maharashtra so far and stand at around 450 cases. This is followed by Delhi and Kerala, who have recorded 320 and 109 cases of the new variant, respectively. Globally, the coronavirus has infected over 286.4 million people and caused more than 5.42 million deaths so far. According to a report by NDTV, hospitalizations for COVID-19 jumped 60% from a week ago in New Jersey, the most densely populated state in the United States. Nearly 3,604 hospitalizations have been recorded so far in the state, which are just 100 short of the number a year ago, before vaccinations were widely available. As per the French Public Health Agency, Omicron has become the main coronavirus strain in France, where the number of infections has seen a big increase in the last few days. Citing a government statement, Reuters reported that South Africa lifted the curfew on the movement of its citizens between midnight and 4 a.m., stating that the peak of its fourth wave of coronavirus had now passed. Before I move on, listeners, on the last day of this year, I'd like to tell you about how, just like India has dealt with an unrelenting second wave of the pandemic in 2021, it has also dealt with a wave of misinformation about the pandemic, the COVID vaccine and other supposed cures to the virus. My colleague Tanishka Sodhi for her latest report on newslaundry.com spoke to Indian fact-checkers to know the kind of misinformation or fake news they battled through the year and how they dispelled it. From the involvement of Khalistanis in the farmer protests, to anti-vax theories, to multiple news channels showing video game footage as Pakistani fighter planes in Afghanistan, fact-checking platforms like Alt News, Webkoof and Boom were on their feet to debunk fake news throughout the year. Tanishka's report on newslaundry.com is titled Misinformation on Vaccines, Farmers and Minorities India's fact-checkers had a busy 2021. Now that I've told you about the volume of fake news that fact-checkers have to deal with, I should also tell you that news laundry does not contribute to their burden. Factual and accurate news is the cornerstone of our reportage here at News Laundry. We don't shy away from putting in the time and effort to achieve accuracy. But to continue bringing you such news, we cannot do without your support. We are not funded by the government or private corporations. What we do is only possible because our precious subscribers pay to keep our independent news platform running. So, before we say goodbye to the year, if you want to take up the resolution of keeping factual and accurate news alive, go to newslaundry.com and hit that red subscribe button on the top right corner today. And how can I forget? You can still be the Santa for free press as we have extended our Christmas offer till the 5th of January. So, spread the light of independent news by gifting your loved ones a News Laundry Christmas hamper, which comes with a giftable subscription. You can check out the offer in the Xmas hamper tab of our website.
the Income Tax Department today conducted raids at the premises of two leading Kannauj-based perfume traders, the Indian Express reported. One of the two businessmen under scrutiny is a Samajwadi Party leader, Pushparaj alias Pampi Jain. The tax department is also searching multiple locations of some entities linked to perfume trade and related businesses. So far, raids are being conducted in Kannauj, Kanpur, the National Capital Region, Surat, Mumbai and few other places and about 50 premises are being covered. Authorities have not confirmed the specific identities of the people who were raided. In the run-up to the state's assembly elections, which are anticipated to take place early next year, Akhilesh Yadav of the Samajwadi Party recently unveiled a perfume named Samajwadi Itra, created by Pampi Jain. Recently, the Directorate General of GST Intelligence conducted large-scale raids at another perfumer's residence in Kanpur and Kannauj, arresting trader Piyush Jain and seizing over Rs 197 crore in cash. Leaders from the Samajwadi Party lashed out at the BJP government for misusing central agencies to settle scores. In Delhi, junior doctors who had been protesting the delay in college allotments of postgraduate medical students have decided to end their 14-day strike today, NDTV reported. The Federation of Resident Doctors Association, or FORDA, claimed that the decision was reached after a meeting with Health Minister Mansuk Mandavia and the Delhi Police. The admissions procedure and college allocation for National Eligibility Come Entrance Test or NEET undergraduate and postgraduate students have been stuck in a legal stalemate until the Supreme Court considers the issue of quotas for economically weaker sections. The Union Health Ministry has agreed to submit a report to the Supreme Court before the next hearing on January 6 and has also informed the physician's body that no punitive or disciplinary action will be taken against resident doctors who participated in the agitation. In a press release, the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare said, and I quote, After the Supreme Court hearing on January 6, the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare will submit the committee report to the Supreme Court of India and publish the NEET PG 2021 counselling schedule. The Ministry of Health and Family Welfare expresses its concern for the terrible incidents of violence perpetrated by the Delhi police against resident doctors who were peacefully demonstrating on December 27, 2021. Unquote. The doctor's body was also told during its discussion with the Delhi police authorities that the FIR filed against resident doctors will be handled according to legal norms. The government is anticipated to provide its statement on the criteria for evaluating economically weaker sections for NEET in the next hearing on January 6. Tamil Nadu is facing another round of severe rains flooding the city of Chennai on Friday. Rainfall and thunderstorms were expected to increase between Friday and Saturday, according to the India Meteorological Department. The Tamil Nadu government issued a red alert in four districts, including Chennai, Kanchipuram, Thiruvallur and Chingleput, in response to the forecast. On Thursday, Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin visited the Greater Chennai Corporation's flood control room to examine the work of officials monitoring the rain, relief and rescue efforts in various regions of the state's capital city. Meanwhile, according to Tamil Nadu Revenue and Disaster Management Minister KKSSR Ramachandran, three persons died on Thursday as a result of electrocution. Commissioner of the Greater Chennai Corporation Gagandeep Singh Bedi stated that in Chennai, there have been 27 documented incidents of trees collapsing. More than 145 pumps are working to relieve the city's water logging, which has been caused by severe rain. Heavy rains in Chennai have also resulted in flooding, causing traffic congestion in multiple areas in the city. Mumbai police officials said on Thursday 
that they have beefed up security at prominent railway stations and other public places in the city in the wake of intelligence inputs that Khalistani elements may carry out a terror attack in the city on New Year's Eve. They've also cancelled weekly offs and holidays for their personnel so that their entire strength remains available for duty. As a result, police are on high alert and will be keeping a close eye on the city on December 31 in order to maintain law and order. A huge number of personnel will be deployed in the city due to the prospect of people assembling at important locations such as the Gateway of India and Marine Drive to celebrate the new year, an official said. In addition to the city police, the government railway police, GRP, has increased security at key railway stations in light of the threat and anti-sabotage measures have been implemented. The Mumbai police have banned New Year festivities and gatherings in any closed or open space, including hotels and restaurants, in the wake of the discovery of the new Omicron strain of COVID-19. The Deputy Commissioner of Police Operations Department, S. Chaitanya, issued the orders on Wednesday under Section 144 of the Criminal Procedure Code. Responding to the news that China was renaming several locations in Arunachal Pradesh on Thursday, the Indian government said that assigning fabricated names to places in Arunachal Pradesh will not change the reality that it is an important part of India. Arindam Bhakchi, a spokesperson for the Ministry of External Affairs, said in a brief statement, and I quote, This is not the first time China has attempted such a renaming of places in the state of Arunachal Pradesh. China had also sought to assign such names in April 2017, unquote. He added, and I quote again, Arunachal Pradesh has always been and will always be an integral part of India. Assigning invented names to places in Arunachal Pradesh does not alter this fact, unquote. Beijing stated on Wednesday, according to the state-run Global Times, that the names of 15 sites in Zhangnan had been standardized in Chinese characters, Tibetan script and the Roman alphabet. Arunachal Pradesh is referred to as Zhangnan on Chinese maps. According to the Global Times report, eight of the 15 places renamed by China are residential areas, four are mountainous regions, two are rivers and one is a mountain pass, according to Lian Xiangmin, an expert from the China Tibetology Research Center. These reports come amid continuing border tensions between the two countries, which were involved in a stalemate on the eastern Ladakh border in May of last year. On June 15, 2020, a major clash occurred in Ladakh's Galwan Valley, the site of the standoff between the two armies, killing 20 Indian soldiers. The Congress criticized Prime Minister Narendra Modi's government on Friday for its inaction and refusal to blame China for the land grab in Indian territory. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day and a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. and subscribe to our YouTube channel.